Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Laubscher here. Are you interested in collapsing time in your wealth plan and become financially free in 10 years or less? You can register for a free webinar to show you exactly how to do that at cashflowtactics.com forward slash ninja. And now to Cashflow Ninja, episode 225 with Ryan Lee. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, we will be revealing the employee rat race escape plan. I'm joined today by Ryan Lee from Atlas Wealth and Cashflow Tactics. Before starting Atlas Wealth, he was considered successful. He had a bachelor's and master's degree. He worked for two large Fortune 500 companies. He was managing large teams, inventory, and budgets. And he was making a six-figure salary with benefits and also maximizing out his company-sponsored 401k plan. Nonetheless, he still felt trapped. He realized he found himself in the rat race, an endless, self-defeating, pointless pursuit. He was pouring his energy and resources into climbing the corporate ladder, but regardless of how hard he tried, he could not climb out of the maze he found himself in. If he was to keep following the same old advice of go to school, get a good job, and blindly put money in his qualified plan, deferring taxes and relying on the market. He was like the majority of people simply chasing his tail and waiting for wealth to arrive. In 2008, just like the majority of people, Ryan saw his retirement plans plummet and lost more than half of his accumulated life savings in a matter of months. He felt the similar shock and anger of many Americans, but the disillusionment he experienced with the system was ultimately a productive experience. It gave Ryan the conviction he needed to bunk traditional methods of creating, measuring, and maintaining wealth. He realized that no one cared more about the success of his financial plan than himself. This led Ryan onto a journey of discovery, researching, learning, and studying as much as he could about wealth creation. He developed a system that offered him more control over his family's financial outcome. The system focused on cash flow as the true measure of financial success and not the elusive net worth status symbol of Wall Street. The system provided a detailed game plan and roadmap to finally climb out of the maze and exit the rat race in less than 10 years. Ryan will share the employee rat race escape plan with us today on the show. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting Cashflow Ninja to 44222. To ensure you never miss one of our episodes, you can download our free interactive smartphone apps on the Apple and Google Play app stores. I've also created a Cashflow Ninja investment group where I share opportunities that I'm investing in with my fellow investors. If you're interested in joining this group, please email me at info at cashflowninja.com and we will continue the conversation to see if you're a good fit for our group. I've always thought that if there's only a handful of people that have built 
indestructible wealth in any economy and any market, why are we following the advice and doing what the majority of people are doing that are struggling financially? My friend Dave Zook says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy, but you need to pick one. At The Real Asset Investor, Dave and his company create value for investors looking for higher yield returns from real estate ventures domestically and internationally. To learn more about this exciting investment opportunities The Real Asset Investor offers, such as the syndication opportunity at Mahogany Bay Village in Belize, investment opportunities in the multifamily space in the United States, and ATM syndication opportunities, please visit cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. Have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start or how to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit JoinOps Properties at joinopsproperties.com. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Ryan, welcome to the show. What's up, MC? Good to be on. Thank you. Great to have you on. Uh, Can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Yeah, you know what, man? I've been a longtime listener of the Cashflow Ninja. What you do here is fantastic. I mean, it says it all in your name, but I'm a big advocate of financial freedom based on and founded in Cashflow. And man, you bring amazing tools and resources to, to your audience on a weekly basis from interviews to ideas to topics to strategies. I mean, I've just been a longtime listener and a longtime fan of what you do, man. So it is an honor and a pleasure to be on the show today, man. Awesome to have you on and great to having been connected with you guys. And you guys uh, are doing some fascinating stuff uh, where you are as well, helping folks and providing value for folks. Can you share a little bit about your backstory uh, and uh, it just uh, you, how you progressed and uh, uh, evolved through this journey that you're on? Yeah, no, no, no problem, man. So for me, you know, I would have to say I'm a, I'm a typical case study. I'm a typical story, right? I mean, uh, I, I grew up as an entrepreneur and I don't know how many of your listeners knew, know that back in the day there was this thing called paper routes. And from having a paper route all the way up until college, I always had a side hustle, always had a side gig and was very entrepreneurial. But in the back of my head, I always knew at some point I had to be responsible. I had to grow up and I had to go to school get a degree, then get a job, put my money in the 401k and ride out the traditional path, right? And I'll never forget, I did that. I got into college, you know, I started taking classes. I didn't know what the heck I wanted to study or do. So I just took as many classes as I could and got through college as fast as possible. But I landed outside of college in my first corporate career out in San Francisco, California. And I'll never forget, I got my first paycheck. And after having worked two weeks, I made less money in two weeks in a professional job than I did on a weekend with a side hustle, with an entrepreneurial gig that I had in college. It was crazy, but I knew that was the path I had to stay on because that's what everyone does. And I went on that path until 2008 happens. And 2008 was just my massive wake-up call. You see, I've always been a really good saver, right? And so I've always saved a lot of money. And I thought, man, if I save more money and I put it in the magical stock market, then maybe I'll I'll be able to get out of the corporate world, which was just destroying me. I was traveling and moving all over the place. And it just was not what I, what I liked. In fact, every time, every promotion I got, I felt like I lost a little bit of my soul. 
But I'll never forget, man, 2008 taught me two very important lessons. Number one, I had zero control, right? As me along with everyone else, I watched my 401k that had about $80,000 in it at the time. I watched it go all the way to 32,000. And I realized at that point, I had no control over the outcome, which meant if I had no control, there was no possible way I could, I could improve it or make it do better, right? And so the, the second thing I learned, I was still pretty young, but I'll never forget, you know, I watched and listened to all my coworkers over those couple months and they were devastated. Their entire dreams and hopes of the future, people in their 50s were completely devastated. And I realized, man, I'm on the exact same path as they are and I'm going to be in that chair. And I've got to do something different. And that, that was really what kind of opened me up to the possibility that there might be a different way to personal finance. You've touched on something here that I think that a lot of people can relate to. And this is our mindset, the way that uh, society kind of indoctrinates us, uh, that this is what we should do. So we go to school, we go to high school, uh, we go to college. And now a lot of people have taken on a ton of debt. What is it? Over a trillion dollars yeah. in student, student debt. So we're even taking on massive amounts of personal debt, uh, to go to college. Then while, you know, now a lot of people go to college. If you look at the statistics, a lot more go because there are loans available for folks to go. So more go than, uh, than in the past. Competitive field is now increased at that level. Well, now we got to go get a master's degree or another degree on top of that. So we get an MBA or we get a master's in, in whatever respective field you're at. So now we do that. And then, you know, as, as we progress through life, we meet our spouse, future spouse or our partner. So now we have a family. We get married. We have children. We buy that house because that's the American dream, right? We want yeah. that white picket fence that's sold to us on advertisements. So before you know it, you're, you're in a job, as you said, a corporate job, because that's what you're supposed to do, maxing out that 401k contributions. There's house payments. There's college payments. Uh, there's all of these other responsibilities, which are great to have in our life and which makes life wonderful. But uh, on a financial side, if you take a step back, you've basically created this enormous uh, trap for yourself financially. And this is the situation that a lot of folks find themselves in and get stuck in. Yeah. And the crazy thing about that, man, I was reading an article not too long ago. And uh, I don't know how many of your listeners can resonate with this, but man, it certainly spoke to me. And it said that 92% of corporate executives or, you know, corporate professionals, people that have graduated with a college degree, not only, you know, it's not that they're just not satisfied with their job. They actively dislike what they do. 92%. So we, like you mentioned, we create a trap for ourselves by going into debt. And then we land in a position where it's not that we just are not satisfied. We do not like, we actively dislike the trap that we have now created for ourselves. It's quite amazing. And I think now you're stuck in this situation and you're thinking, oh, how do I get out of it? I, you know, or, or you're just, some people just passively accept it. I've got to do this for 30 to 35 years and hope it works out. Give, give the rest of my money, money to someone else, which kind of ties into uh, something that you've touched on just in your in introduction on your journey that I'm doing the same now as everybody else, but hopefully I just lose a little bit better than what, uh, how everybody else is losing because I'm yeah. doing the exact same thing 
that everybody else is doing and the same path that everybody else is on. And we know there's only a small handful of people that do the quite the exact opposite. Yeah. So in 2008, man, I mean, it was just a massive wake up call for me. I'd been in the professional world for about five years. And during that five years, I had moved five times from from California all the way to Texas and everything in between. And I realized, man, I cannot do this for 35 to 40 years and then be stuck in the position that my coworkers were in where it may or may not work out for me. I can't do it. So I traveled a lot at, you know, at the time in my corporate job and I started using those airplane trips across the country as my new library. I started just diving in and reading books and I was just dumbfounded in the beginning because it felt like every book that I read was the same strategy, just a little bit better. A different mutual fund strategy, a different asset allocation strategy, a different option strategy. And man, I tried a lot of them. But even with that, I still never felt like I had any control. And then I read a couple of books that just slapped me in the face and turned, you know, shifted my entire paradigm. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And if, if guys, if, if anyone on this podcast hasn't read that book, probably, MC, I hate to say it, let's turn off the podcast, go read the book and then come back and listen. <laughs> exactly. Because man, when I read that book, it totally shifted my paradigm around money, wealth, and what I was actually trying to accomplish and how to do it. So it was all about cash flow at that point. Right. And then I decided to get into real estate, right? Based on, on that book. And I read a book by Robert Allen called Creating Wealth. And I'll never forget that time. And I was in a hotel room in Cincinnati, Ohio, you know, hundreds away from um, miles away from my family. And he talked about this idea of what would your life be like if you just bought 20 properties over 10 years? And he kind of went through the math of it. And you at that point, you know, based on what he had, you'd have like $20,000 of income coming in. And he had a whole system and strategy. And for the first time, I saw a pathway, a pathway for myself to get out of the rat race. The game of money has changed as well. You touched on Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and, and uh, Robert Kiyosaki talks a lot about this, and, and Kim Kiyosaki as well. Uh, and if we look at history, I mean, one of the books besides Rich Dad, Poor Dad that I touched on a lot um, is The Creature from Jekyll Island yeah. by Mr. G. Edward Griffin. And once I read that book and understand exactly how money works, what money actually is, because again, back to the trap that we build for ourselves, people drive 30 minutes, in, maybe almost an hour, some folks, right, into an office, sit into a cubicle for eight to 10 hours a day for this money, quote unquote, but they don't even know what money is, where yes. it comes from, how it works, and how the global monetary system actually works and ties together. And in that book, I learned how the monetary system changes approximately every 30 to 40 years with certain shifts of power, truly what it is behind the scenes, and also certain events. So to, uh, just to touch on an example with the creation of the Federal Reserve in 1913, shocker that it kind of, of aligns with World War One, right? In 1914 and the U.S. entrance into World War One. I'm sure there's no correlation uh, nah. over there, just a coincidence, but... <laughs> A big, big event, just two big events right there changed the global monetary system. Then with the Second World War, it was the same thing in 1948 with the Bretton Woods system. You know, certain things happened after that into 1971 with the Nixon shock, the world being taken off the gold standard. So the system changes constantly, but we still uh, keep doing the same things and still adopt and implement the same strategy and plan uh, that doesn't take into uh, effect or account the changing environments uh, around us. Uh, you've touched on how 
savers are losers as well. Uh, big time right now. Yeah, man. So here's the thing about savers or losers. And you mentioned it in 1971, the game of money literally changed. And most people don't know that the rules and the game of money have changed. And it's so easy to take that as, ah, this is crazy. But imagine yourself going to a basketball court, right? And you're a, you're an excellent basketball player. You go to the basketball court thinking you're going to pay, play a basketball game. But all of a sudden when you show up, the rules have changed completely. And now it's the same rules as you have in football being applied to the basketball court. How well would your skill sets translate if you did not know the rules of the new game? And that's the whole thing with money, man. I mean, in 1971, when we went off of the gold standard, we unleashed the printing presses. And every time the federal government wants to inject more, you know, fiat currency money into the system, they just print money. And what that literally means is the longer you save, the less valuable your money will become. And if you are playing the game, no matter how you're playing it, if you're just saving money, you will ultimately lose the game. And we might be able to show you strategies and tools to, to lose in less of a dramatic fashion, but losing is losing. And if you're going to play the game, play to win. Exactly. You have to figure out the rules and then play it better than everybody else, right? Man, and the rules are so simple. They are so, so simple. It's just changing our perspective. And, and you know, that's what some of those early books that I read did for me. They changed my perspective and it set me on a whole different course and trajectory that allowed me to exit my corporate rat race, my corporate prison, in after four years, only four years, right? I didn't have to work 30 to 40 years saving and hoping that I would have enough. After four years, I had generated a cash flow portfolio of real estate that was done relatively passively, and I was able to use that cash flow as, as a, an opportunity to then leave the corporate world knowing that I had a stream of income to fall back on if I ever needed to. Now, one of the things that we touched on, the new rules of money is yeah. the movement, the flows of money, money in motion must stay in motion. Otherwise it dies, right? I like it. That's uh, good. It has to keep moving constantly. And if we look at what the big, um, the, just the big, big, big players do, the Federal Reserve, uh, all the commercial banks, how they play the game, because they know the rules, because yeah. well, guess they what? They made it. Yeah, they <laughs> made the rules, right? So money in motion needs to stay in motion, otherwise it, it dies. And it, it ties into the whole cash flow philosophy uh, and the flows. Now, after we've identified kind of that, and you've touched upon uh, one of the vehicles that you've used, which we'll talk about in a, in a little bit as well, uh, what were some of the first things uh, that, that, that you did? Because we do realize the rules of the game, but there's the player in the game. Yeah. And that's the main focus. Here's kind of the funny thing for me. So I, I actually, when I, when I started college, I was a little bit of a, what my dad refers to affectionately sometimes as a knucklehead, right? And I, I didn't actually start college until I was 23. And when I started college, man, I felt like I was super behind, right? So I should have started, you know, several years ago with all my friends. So at 23, I decided to go to college and man, I didn't know what I was doing other than I had to get my life on track and college I thought was the way to do it. And so I actually ended up doing a four-year degree in two. And so I just hustled my way through college. But in my senior year of college, um, I was in, in, in uh, my course with, a, with an, uh, an individual named Chris. And this guy, I thought he was crazy because I was you know, doing internships and figuring out where I was going to get my job. And he wasn't. He was buying real estates. And at the time, I thought, man, this guy's crazy. I will see him on the breadline. And we all graduated and he was the only one in my graduating class that did not actually leave with the job. He stayed back in Utah without a job. And I thought he's crazy. Okay. I went off and did my thing. You know, I lost a bunch of money in 2008, scratching my head, trying to figure out what to do. 
reading a bunch of books that were all telling me to trade stocks and option trade and all that stuff. And I came back home for the holidays. And I'll never forget, I ran into Chris in a, ho- in a, in a restaurant. And uh, he didn't try to brag or, or, or you know, you know, rub it in my face, but I could tell immediately he was in a completely different financial hemisphere than I was. And so I asked him, Chris, what are you doing? You've got to tell me, you've got to show me. And so he invited me to come to his office the next day. And I'll never forget my wife and I, we drove out to his office and he laid out a step-by-step game plan for me. And for the first time I could see not just vague, ambiguous ideas that sometimes you find in books, really high level stuff. He actually laid out step-by-step. Here's what you do first. Here's what you do second. Here's what you do third trajectory right to financial freedom. And man, my jaw dropped to the floor because some of the stuff he laid out in front of me just blew my mind. And secondly, he said, okay, I'm going to help you do this. But in order for me to help you do this, I'm going to charge you $5,000. Now at the time that represented just about everything my wife and I had. And um, we ended up writing that check to him. And I'll never forget as we drove away from his office, there was this awkward silence. We were in our Toyota RAV4, right? Driving, it's Christmas holiday. And I thought my wife was going to be mad. And, you know, it seemed like a long time, but we finally just looked at each other and we just started laughing. And we didn't realize what we'd done at that time, but this was the best investment I could ever make. And the reason why I was investing in myself, I was investing in what I wanted by improving my skill sets and my mindsets that were, that would be necessary to accomplish different results. And from that point on, I've gotten comfortable investing myself and every investment, every time I double down on myself, Man, the, the, the results are phenomenal. And I think so many people, one of the, one of the facades and fallacies of traditional finance is that us, the individual, we're too stupid. We can't handle our money, which means we have to give our money to some mutual fund manager or some asset manager or some brokerage account. And they're going to care more somehow about our money and our life than we do. That's the crazy part about financial system, man. Invest in yourself improve the skill sets and mindsets necessary to achieve different results. That's a huge sacred cow right there. And it, it just gets, we get hammered with it all the time because people, I mean, most of these terms really, right, Ryan, it's just made up yeah. to sound, to basically uh, make the make the average person on the street kind of self-doubt themselves and like, oh my goodness, I don't know what this term that was just invented in the last month, you know, especially when it comes to Wall Street. I don't know this, uh, this term. So it makes you feel uh, without confidence and insecure and and all that. So this is, this is hammered at you constantly by, by, by Wall Street. So all that it basically is, is they want to, again, as Ron was stating, we know better than you do. Give us your money. And, you know, when you look at the sides of that coin and that transaction, uh, we know who wins <laughs> that coin flip. Um, and the other thing too is what I talk about a lot too, and I know you've shared this as well as the feedback loop. Yeah. There's no, you know, when you take control, as you just explained that you did, and you actually have a plan and someone that helped you put this plan, uh, plan in place as a co-author of this plan, there's a feedback loop that tells you whether or not you're going in the right di- direction. If you build a game plan as a football player and you run onto that field, 
you know, let's just say you're a, you're a def- def- defense in the NFL that, that's playing against Tom Brady. Well, probably within the first couple of minutes, you're going to figure out if this plan works or not. Yep. <laughs> or um, if he's just tearing you guys up. Um, the same thing, the same thing with our, with our wealth. There are mechanisms and, and systems that you can set up that tells you exactly, Hey, you know, MC Ryan, this isn't working. You need to pivot and adjust and do something a little bit different. And that ties into uh, the, the other thing that you touched upon too, the mentorship, uh, the mentorship that, that you had available. And I got to say, for me personally, when I bought my first property, I was very excited. I knew that, you know, again, I had epiphanies too, that the game of money has changed. I wanted to focus on cash flow. I bought my first property and I still really didn't have any idea what I was doing. I was learning on the fly. There's a lot of hard knocks that I, that I took. It wasn't part of an overall strategic plan that I had. Um, it was kind of, you know, I, I was figuring things out on my own. So this does take, does take a little bit of time. Can you speak to the importance? You touched upon that mentor of having the clarity of exactly where you're going that you touched on, but also bring in the value of, of a power team, of having the right team players in there to help you implement and execute this. Yeah, and that, those are great points, man. And MCI, I want to pat you on the back because I think in the world that we live in today, knowledge is everywhere, right? From podcasts to webinars to YouTube to online to books, anyone can fill their head with facts, data, and knowledge. And it can be the, the best knowledge out there. But what separates knowledge or converts knowledge to wisdom is action. And that's where most people stop. Most people stop with knowledge and they have all this stuff rattling around in their head, but they don't actually apply it, which means they never learn it. It never becomes reality for them. So for me, having, having a mentor, having someone that I could hire to help, help, you know, shepherd me through the process was huge because previous to hiring him, I had actually tried real estate and I, you know, I, I read these books. I went out and did some real estate and just like you, man, I, I was not, it wasn't as successful as I was hoping it was going to be. And so when I, when I hired Chris, man, you know, he, he brought all of his skill sets, all of his mindsets and all of the knowledge that he had to the table. And he said, okay, look, man. Ryan, we're, we're going to accelerate time for you, right? Well, I'm going to show you how to achieve what's taken me the last six, seven, eight years to do. I'm going to show you how to do it from the very beginning. I'm going to tell you my failures, tell you what to look out for. And it dramatically improved everything for, for me. And in addition to that, he had built a team, which meant I didn't have to go out and figure out what realtor to hire, how to, how to acquire properties, what property manager I could plug into a pre-existing team. And man, when I saw not only a plan, but a, but a team and an opportunity, I ran, man, I put my head down. I, I eliminated all distractions and that, that up to this day, still my financial plan is so simple and I love it because everything else out there, it just gets in the way of me getting the results that I want. And I realized I could either go deep and become an expert in something, or I could be like a mutual fund and spread everything out over a lot of different avenues and not be an expert in anything. So I went deep. I learned how to put money into high cash value life insurance, leverage that life insurance to then, or leverage that cash value to then go buy real estate. That would cash flow. And then I took the cash flow and I put it back in the life insurance. And I just pushed that magical little button of repeat over and over and over and over again. And every single time I did it, I sucked a little bit less. I, I applied the lessons I learned on the first property to the next, and then those lessons to the next. And I started to suck so little that, believe it or not, I actually started to become good at real estate investing. 
And from that point on, that's really just been what I've done for the last 10 years. And like I said, that allowed me having the cash flow allowed me to walk away confidently from my corporate job. I'm not a huge risk taker. In fact, I don't like taking risk with my money. Um, and so walking away from the corporate safe and secure paycheck would have been scary. And I probably never would have done it had I not built a cash flowing portfolio prior to doing that. You're listening to Ryan Lee on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Alhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining the capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you're interested to learn more about privatized banking and the infinite banking concept, you can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. You're listening to Ryan Lee on the Cashflow Ninja podcast and are back to our interview. And you touched on something that's so, so important. Focus. Yeah. Going deep and focusing. Follow one course until successful. Going after it and getting better and better at it every single time. Staying on that uh, and, and focusing. And that's another thing where we truly have to have that mindset shift because tying back to, uh, to, to Wall Street, there's a shiny object in front of you every single day. And one of the reasons are a lot of those don't work. So we got to get you the next shiny object. Oh, you know, the mutual funds don't work. We're going to get you a target date mutual fund. Yeah. This one's going to work or an ETF's going to work. Oh, hang on a second. We're going to, come up with something with a ridiculous name and an acronym that's going to sound really, really cool. And we're going to throw that at you. A lot of shiny different objects. Uh, it's important at that stage, Ryan, as you just said, to stay focused, to uh, get uh, get better and better and better each time until you hit that goals, which you set out when you created this plan. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man, I'll never forget it, dude. The first time I had my very first cash flow come in, at the time, I drove a Toyota Corolla, okay? And my, I can't remember exactly what my payment was on the car, but a Toyota Corolla. And that first cash flow payment that I got for my property was about $300. And I thought, man, my rental property is now paying for my car. And that opened up the possibility of, okay, if one pro- property pays for my car, three properties pays for my mortgage, two more properties pay for you know putting food on the table. And I just started to reverse engineer the whole thing to say, okay, how many homes how much cash flow do I need to be able to walk away? And when I left the corporate world, I couldn't replace my lifestyle, but I knew I could keep the lights on. I knew I could put food on the table and I knew I could cover the necessities for my family. And I'll tell you what, man, I really believe in, in if we talk about it, and I know we'll get into this later on, I really believe money is just a tool. Money is not wealth. Money is just a tool. And once an individual can stabilize abundance in their life, a whole new possibility opens up that you might actually be here on this earth for a purpose. And I doubt you're fulfilling your purpose sitting at your nine to five in that cubicle that you were talking about. And with financial freedom, you will have the opportunity to truly examine what you want out of your life, what unique skill sets you have and how those skill sets can be applied to the marketplace and to the world to solve problems. Your purpose will solve problems. And man, 
I love what I do now because I feel like I'm living a life on purpose. Absolutely. And it's, you know, the, the steps that I've uh, shared and talked about, you just outlined there first of achieving that financial security, knowing that the lights is on, the car is paid, there's food on the table, and getting to a level of financial independence where cash flow now replaces your income. And then because we're, we hit that repeat button, we get to financial freedom. And we keep growing and we keep growing and it becomes, it becomes fun because now we're actually playing the rules that the game is supposed to be played at. And we're actually playing it really well yeah. so, and having a lot of fun at it. And then uh, it gets to that financial significance uh, where, okay, you know, now what can I do? Who can I help? Who can I share my journey with and, and, and my experience with? And we'll uh, touch on that in a second. Ryan, one uh, habit that I have seen with successful and wealthy people is that they're always studying new things and learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying? What, do you, what are you currently learning? Oh, man. So you, you kind of nailed it earlier when you said staying focused. So every year at the end of the year, I reread a book that has changed everything for me, right? And it, it's, it's the one thing. If you haven't read that book, you should. So I'm actually rereading, getting, getting prepped for the new year. For, and I know it's kind of crazy, but we're in November. It's the holiday season. So I'm rereading right now the book, The One Thing, to help me understand what, what I can do, what level of area I can focus on that will make everything else unnecessary or easier to do once that one thing is done. So for me, it's all about that, staying focused on big results by staying really focused on what I'm good at and what, what my unique skill sets are. Now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Okay, those are fantastic, man. So here's, here's what I would say. There's three aspects to money, right? There is the art of making money. There is the art of keeping money and there is the art of growing money. Most people don't ever spend time to develop the, the, the tools necessary, the mindsets necessary to keep money. And I will, I would venture to say that in your life, right? The number one skill set you can have is learning how to keep the money that you make. And MC, you are fantastic at this talking to your team to your, your audience about systems and processes to keep more money. So once you've kept more money, here's the thing that that's changed for me. And I didn't get this in the beginning. Money is not wealth. Money is a tool, right? And when you read The Creature from Jekyll Island, you realize that money is just a tool that people use to manipulate in many cases, but to, to really exert power. You can have that same power when you understand how the tool of money works. But what, what, what most people want has very little to do with money, right? Once you've got, uh, you know, enough money to keep the lights on and that kind of stuff, you start to really think about what is the purpose of life and wealth? Wealth is really what people want. Wealth in relationships, wealth in experiences that they have, wealth in a business that they create, whatever, whatever fulfills you. So for me, it's, it's kind of helping people distinguish and myself included, distinguishing the difference between money and true wealth. And then the third principle for me is just one of gratitude. I mean, I'll never forget. I, I, I um, read a Tony Robbins book, and this was years and years and years ago. And he talked about the idea of just giving simple gratitude on a daily basis. And I know it's such a simple idea, but we can look at anything as, hey, the world is falling apart or the world is amazing. The cup is half full or it's half empty. And it's all simply based on perspective. And no one can give you perspective except you. 
you can look at the lens as being amazing or being, you know, horrible. And how you look at life will directly correlate to the, the quality and the wealth of life that you create for yourself and those around you. So it's that of waking up every day and just giving gratitude for whatever it is, having health, having food, a roof over your head, having the opportunity to, to have a job if that's what it is, or have a financial plan, whatever it is, what is it that you're grat- grateful for? And the more you express that, the more it will compound in your life. Very, very powerful, uh, Ryan. And it's so true. When you said money is just a tool, I just had all these thoughts in my mind too, that uh, how true that is. I mean, it all depends what you do with it. A great example is look at lottery winners, Yeah, right? I mean, it's just a tool. You can use that to invest in yourself, create a business, build a lifestyle that you desire, help other folks. There's many different things that you can do with it. Or it could be self-destructive, right? Which it could be for, and it has unfortunately been for a lot of lottery winners because they didn't come into that with the mindset. Brian, it's been a, it's been a fantastic experience building and creating uh, this mastermind community, Cashflow Tactics. Some of our listeners have, have joined that and uh, they've uh, seen one of the webinars and all the educational resources. And you are hosting another live webinar on November 16th, touching on these principles and these concepts uh, and also sharing an employee escape plan. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, man. So kind of the story that I told you today, for me, you know, I read so many books and I had all these ideas floating around in my head, but it wasn't until I sat with someone who was able to put them in a sequential game plan, right? A sequential order of saying, okay, step one, step two, step three, step four. Once I saw that, right, that was, it enabled me to eliminate all distractions, focus and run. And I collapsed time. I really did. Once I had the right principles, I was able to do what takes most people 30 or 40 years to maybe possibly do by saving, you know, in 401ks, I was able to do it in, in a fraction of the time. And so the, the webinar is really what we call the art and science of collapsing time in your financial plan, how to achieve 40 years of results in 10 years or less. And it's through using uniquely structured life insurance, and then using that cash value to buy rental real estate, period. And we've built our whole cash flow tactics MC with you is based on three principles. Having the right education and game plan is principle number one. That's at the foundation. Eliminating distractions and focusing. Knowing what financial independence looks like for you, what resources you have to work with, and then creating a clear path between those two points. But then the second thing is, and this was the hard thing for me. I read all these books. I had all these ideas. But how to actually go out and apply it was a massive gap, right? And that's where I find for most people, it sounds great. And this is why so many people think that it's just a bunch of BS because they read a book And some person in the book is talking about all this great stuff in real estate. But then when they actually go out and try to do it, it's just this massive gap of of not knowing where to start. What we did is we created cash flow tactics. And over the last 10 years, you know, we've come across many people that we invest with. And we just open up our teams, people that we invest with, teach you the principles in the game plan, then open up our teams. And then with the education team, then you'll have the right opportunities for your game plan. And we help people get their first cash flow in 90 days or less. And so that's really what it's about, having a focused game plan to get you financial independence, which opens up that space for you to live your life on purpose. Whatever that purpose might be, I want you to live it because the more you live your life on purpose, the more problems you solve and the better the world is. And the only way to get there is to stabilize abundance and be in position of financial freedom. So that's what the webinar is about, is how to do that. There's going to be a ton of information shared and great financial education. The other thing I wanted to touch on as well 
is in the meantime, uh, if you guys are interested, you can join the mastermind group. Uh, there'll be a sign up. I'll put links uh, in the in the show notes as well for this. And I'll just put a, a page at cashflowninja.com forward slash mastermind. You'll be able to sign up for that. There's a free month for this mastermind. So you get access to all of these educational resources to look in there, past webinars and so forth to touch on that first big pillar in the webinar Ryan's going to show you also how he's applied it, how clients have applied this system, and then also touch upon the team and the system that's in place to, as Ryan mentioned in the show, hit that repeat button and it goes over and over and over again. So would highly recommend it. You can sign up for that at cashflowtactics.com forward slash ninja. That's cashflowtactics.com forward slash ninja. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and uh, just providing so much value for my listeners. Uh, it's a blast uh, having these conversations with you and enjoying uh, building our cash flow tactics as well. Uh, MC, it's been an absolute pleasure to be here. And uh, man, what you're doing is just fantastic. The, the information and knowledge you're bringing is just amazing. So thank you for all, all of your efforts. Thank you for joining my guests, Ryan Lee, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. If you're interested in collapsing time in your wealth plan and exit the rat race in 10 years or less, you do not want to miss the webinar that Ryan will be hosting on Thursday, sharing how you can do exactly that. You can register for the webinar at cashflowtactics.com forward slash ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with your family, friends, and your network. Thank you so much for spending your most valuable asset with me, your time. And if there's any way that I can provide more value for you and serve you better at the Cashflow Ninja, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter or on our mailing list, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 44222. Smart investors know that the banks actually don't own most automatic teller machines. In fact, the opportunity for private investment provides stellar passive returns, figures in the double digits, with the added bonus that most of the income is tax-free. Who wants to walk blindly past an ATM and not cash in on that opportunity? ATM machine ownership brings you a steady stream of hands-off passive income. Dave Zook and the Real Asset Investor team have been providing opportunities for investors in this uptrending activity of ATM use. If you're an accredited investor and would like more information on how you can invest in this exclusive asset class that very few investors will ever have access to, you can sign up for your free webinar on how to create income streams from ATMs at cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They've designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal-making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing to turnkey investments in the cash-flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit joinopsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. 
If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.